0: seven o'clock on a Thursday so earlier again I'm getting feedback or actually I had a conversation a while ago uh, where people said yes you should tell your story and present it to the big screen let it be known you know if people were to watch a real true-to-life story about my life and everything that I went through, a lot of people will relate. Because I am sure all of you out there have have gone through most of what I've gone through. Whether you were abused, whether you were assaulted, whether you were depressed, you lost someone to death, you went through an illness. Uh, there's so many things out there that people are going through right now. And you think to yourself, But I had these issues when I was in my early 20s. And I thought to myself, will I get through it? Sure. You have to. Every time you face a crisis, ask yourself this question, how am I gonna handle it? Now, you're gonna get to be a certain age. You gotta be able to stand on your own two feet. You can't always rely on people. You gotta be able to make your way in this world. If you think about it, think about it in these terms when we get to be a certain age, say we're in our 20s. Now, again, with me, I I still lived with my parents, or my parent, okay? And I said to myself, okay, because I want to help her out. I don't want her to be alone, even though my mother, to be honest with you, she didn't mind being alone. She kind of wanted her privacy, but I figured, oh, I'm gonna, you know, save some money and, 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 you know, When I have the opportunity, I will move out and make a life of my own. Part of me wanted to stay and take care of her because again, I promised my late father that I would. And if I go back on my promise, it's like I'm breaking my promise to him. And I don't wanna do that. He said he would never forgive me if I did. So I said to myself, yeah, I'm gonna do this now. I'm gonna take care of her and we're gonna take care of each other and again two women in the house with no male support and after a while i felt a little bit envious and i said to myself i wish there was a male around yeah if something breaks or if we need something we would need the assistance of a male my mother proved me wrong though she was a handy woman she could fix things and she came up with these ideas she was smart i'm talking about very smart. I admired her. But she taught me a lot. So much about life and people and situations and crises. But again, you have to be able to stand on your own two feet. And whatever crisis you're at at that moment, whether it's job related, personal, whether you're dealing with the death of a loved one, whether you're going through an illness, whatever the crisis might be, you have to figure out how are you going to go? How are you going to get through it? Don't be negative there is no room for negativity. If you're negative, again, you're not going to get through life. You're going to be stuck in the same spot. You have to go through life. You have to get through it somehow. Sometimes you can rely on people. Sometimes you can't. See, with me, I did everything on my own. I didn't have anybody to fall back on. Even if I had friends back in the day, they were never around. You know, it's funny. Ask yourself this. What is the definition of a friend? Now everybody's definition is different. Everybody will say, well, friends do things for each other. Friends support one another. Friends are there for each other in good and bad. What happens if you don't have that? What happens if you're there for them in their time of need, but when it's your turn, they're not there for you? Is that a friend? No. In my book, that's not a friend. I'll give you a perfect example of what I mean by that. I was friend with this woman, okay, my first job that I was at two months after my father passed away. I got my first job and i maybe the third or fourth year she came into the company she was you know they had her doing accounting accounts payable receivable that kind of thing and i befriended her now she was overweight she was over close to three four hundred pounds and people over at the company would mock her and tease her and call her names and it was just terrible so we became good friends. We exchanged numbers and we would have our phone conversations certain times, of the, certain times of the weekdays, sometimes on the weekends. And she would invite me to go places with her and her husband. So she primarily thought of me as her daughter because her husband did have children from a previous marriage, but were never close. And so she figured, well, and they didn't have children of their own. So they thought of me as their daughter. So I had a second set of parents. So again, we were friends up until like the mid-90s, okay? I think around 94 to be exact. And she was a lot older woman, but again, that doesn't matter to me because I have friends from all age groups, so it really doesn't matter. You look past all of that. And we became good friends, and again, we, we did things together. She would invite me to go to all these different places with her and her husband. I always felt like I was a third wheel. She was like, no, we're going to have a good time, and she was good. She made me laugh. We, we had a really good time. Now let's fast forward cuz she met my mother previously. She met my mother. She came over to the house. She met my mother. They had a conversation. It was nice and everything. So again, let's fast forward it. Now, now my mother passed. And she actually came to the the wake and she was there for me i was like distraught i was upset i was crying you know and and she understood and her and her husband came and remembered the good times and all that and and the and the the things and and all that stuff and then i thought okay great we still have a friendship because she went through her her issues back in the day um with her parents she lost her parents before i lost mine and She, I was there for her in her time of need and we would talk and this and that and I knew everything about her and she knew most of my life. Not all of it, there were some things I was very private about, you know? So, about a month later, after the funeral, she left me a voice message and I thought, okay. But the voice message was unexpected from what she left me. She said some terrible things. I didn't even know where this was coming from. Now I wasn't at the right frame of mind. When I'm mourning someone, that's all I'm thinking about. I'm not thinking about anything else. But again, it was still fresh. Okay? And I would think she would have understood that. She didn't. She left me a horrible voicemail message to the extent of, uh, every time I try to get in touch with you, you're impossible to get in touch with. Well first of all, she didn't leave me a number. It was an unknown name, unknown number. Now, I actually think I'm going to call you back on that. It could be anybody on that line. I don't trust it. If you don't leave me a number, how am I going to get back in touch with you? That's number one. And number two, how dare you say awful things to me? I'm still recovering from losing my mother, and all of a sudden you're attacking me? To the point of, well, this is it. We're not gonna be friends anymore. I don't wanna be your friend. Our friendship is over. All right, fine. Now you understand why I don't have relations with females. There's your example right there. Because with every female that I've ever had a friendship with, it turns into something else. So now I stayed away, period. I'm like, all right, I don't need this anymore, okay? You know who my true friend was in my lifetime? Both of my parents. They were not just my mother and father. And everyone's gonna think, well, wait a minute, but they were your parents. No, wait a minute now. Your parents can become your friends. Your siblings can become your friends. What do you think? Oh, it's just family? No. The same thing when you get married. When you have your husband or wife, you can be friends with them too. Who says you can't? Come on, people. Friendship is not just relegated to friends. It could be somebody within the family. It could be, you know, someone that you've grown up with, someone that you're close with. You know, the definition of friends really extends far out. Okay. So I said to myself, fine, I'm alone now. All right, I'm learning to deal with it. But again, it bothers me to be alone in this world. Now I have to figure out how to make my way in this world. But I'm still going through with a positive attitude. I'm not negative. There's no room for me to be negative. Yes, I do get depressed. I'll admit it to you. And there are times when I cry. I show my emotions. But when you show your emotions, that's a sign of strength. It's not weakness. And if someone tells you otherwise, again, they have never known what real struggle, what real emotions are all about. Because some of those people will hide their emotions. And when you hide your emotions, that's not good for you. And certainly not good for the people around you. You know how some people bottle up their emotions? Why do you do that? Let it all out. If you want to cry, cry. If you want to scream, scream. If you want to yell, yell. Just don't do it in front of the people that matter to you the most because you don't want to drive them away. And if you feel like you have to do that, then go take a walk. I always feel like if you go and take a walk, you clear your mind, you come back, you forget what it is that you were upset about. It works. I've seen my mother and father growing up when they would have their fights. Now, again, my father never, ever, ever, and if you men are listening right now and you have a fight with your wife or your girlfriend, never, ever, ever strike her. Never put her down and call her names because God forbid, God forbid, if something happens, what's the last thing you said to them or you did something to them? You're never going to forgive yourself. The guilt's going to eat at you. So my father and mother did fight, He never once struck her, he never called her names, he never put her down. If he felt like his temper was going to boil over, he went for a walk. And when he would come back, it's as if nothing happened. Whatever it was he was angry about didn't exist. Trust me on that. Because when you start attacking the people you love, think before you speak. Don't let it get to that point where you say hurtful things to one another and then you never can take them back because if something happens to them, you're not going to forgive yourself. They're not going to remember the nice things you said about them. No, they're going to remember the argument that you had and the hurtful things that you said and whatever you did to them. That's what they're going to remember. Trust me, I'm speaking from experience. Now, I've learned my lesson the hard way. When I got involved with those three people, three exes, they treated me bad. One verbally and physically attacked me. Another one just really didn't seem to care, all, the all he was was about himself, about how he looked. I was kind of invisible. And then the third guy, oh forget it, now, he was the most uncompassionate, unkind person I've ever known. Because when my mother passed away, do you know what he said to me? Get over it. How dare you say that to someone who's just lost, someone in her life. How dare you? You don't say that to someone. And that hurt me, and I thought to myself, boy, are people really like that in this day and age? And that's why you think to yourself, I don't have anybody in this world that I can stand on my own two feet, I could do it myself without the help of anyone. Even if I try to associate myself with people on this side of the world, I don't. I stand on my own ground. I do my own thing. Now people think, oh yeah, now she's bizarre, she's weird. No, I'm not. It's called standing on guard, in other words, keeping a low profile. But in this case, because I'm out here doing these podcasts, I'm trying to help people. You know, sometimes I could talk to a person or they can say to me, hey, can I have a minute of your time? Yeah, sure. And you can tell me what it is that's bothering you and I will sit there and listen to you. And once you're done with your story, if you want my advice, fine, or I'll give you my opinion, a suggestion. But at the end, the decision is up to you. You don't have to take my opinion or my advice. I could tell you a story that's similar and how I handle it. Everybody handles their crisis and obstacles different. You can't force somebody to take that suggestion. They have to think about that themselves. Now, one thing I don't like is when people try too hard. Try too hard to impress upon others. Do you ever come across someone like that? you want someone to get to to really notice you or someone to get to like you and you have to try to be someone you're not be yourself stop putting on airs when I was growing up yeah I was the odd girl out huh I can tell you stories about my childhood that would make all of you laugh I didn't believe in the things that half the kids believed in believe it or not I didn't Everyone, you know, like, little kids used to believe in, like, Santa Claus and the Tooth Fairy and all those other nonsense. That's all for fable, myth. I didn't believe it. I doubted and I questioned everything. That's the little girl that I was. But I was also respectful and mindful of people because how I was brought up, that's how I was brought up by my mother and father, to respect people, to respect others. To be mindful, to be understanding, to be compassionate, to be helpful, to be caring. See, you don't even see that in today's society. If you do see it, very rare. I look back in my childhood is old school and how I grew up. Now again, I was not rich by any means, but one ex-friend really believed that. She said to me, are you rich? Gee, am I rich? Let me see. No, I live in a regular home. Where do you see rich? And my father, yes, he had two jobs, and he gave us a great life. But he worked hard. That's how you get your just rewards, by working hard, not by living off of someone, not by cheating your way through life. I have mentioned that many times before. Everybody seems to think, if I'm rich, I get things done for me. I don't want things done for me. Yes, I will ask for help along the way. I will. But also, I want to be able to achieve that on my own merit in other words you want to be able to do it for yourself not have people do special favors for you because when you're of course on the wealthy side you have people oh I know people I have connections not everybody has connections not everybody knows people you get it through your own merit you get it through working hard and standing out from everybody because I sit, I consider myself to be different and unique I do not want to be with the crowd I had this discussion a while ago with one of my sisters, and I said, look, this is how I feel. Take it or leave it. But a lot of people don't understand that. And you say to yourself, what's more important in life? Ask yourself that question. What is more important in life? People, people or material things? You know, in this day and age, that's what everybody focuses on. You come into a large sum of money. What's the first thing that people do with a large sum of money? I'm going to go out and buy myself a big mansion. I'm going to go out myself and buy 10 million vehicles. I'm going to go, well, now I'm exaggerating on that. But I'm just saying, material stuff pops into your head. You know what for me, what the true value is? Giving back to people. Giving some of those resources to the people who need it. Sometimes people want to make a better life for themselves and for their families. They want to go to another part of the world. Hey, I will help you out as much as I can. But you have to do the legwork yourself. I can guide you, I can give you some advice, I can do that for you, but the real work comes for you doing it yourself and achieving it. That's the real reward, because when you think about it, you can't always have people around doing things for you. You know when you're when you're a child and you're growing up, you're taught how to do certain things, right? But when you get to be a certain age, you have to learn how to stand on your own two feet and go out there. Yes, it's going to be scary and you're going to be afraid, but you will get through it. Think about this, when you graduate from high school and you're going to college, let's say you're going away, you're going to be staying at a dorm and you're away from, you know, from your parents, you have to learn how to take care of yourself. You can't always rely on your parents. You have to prove to them, I can take care of myself. But if you keep coming back, running home to them saying, oh, well, I can't do this or mom, can you do this or dad, can you do that? You're never going to be able to stand on your own two feet. And when you get to be an adult, you can't always run back home. Now, again, yes, family will be there in your time of need. I get it. But sometimes I think, I want to do this by myself without the help of my family. I want to see if I can manage on my own. You have to do it at some point. You can't be afraid. No, everybody's afraid to take that chance in life. Or everybody's afraid of rejection. You know what? The real strength and the real reward is failing and struggling so many times until you finally get to the top. That's your real reward right there. And I've told that to people. Now, look at me as my an example as into my life. How many times have I failed? Many times. How many times have I struggled? Well, I'm still struggling, but I'm not letting it get me down. I have to go in there with a positive attitude. That's the key word. You have to be positive because you cannot be negative. And when you're negative, you're not going to get ahead in life. You're going to always be stuck in the same spot. You want to move up ahead. It's called hard work. It's called struggling. It's called failing. Don't let people do things for you. Do it yourself. Yes, it may take a long time and you may have to do it many, many times over and it's gonna take many years, but you know what? You know what the real reward is? When you finally get to that top and you've done it yourself, you can look back and say, hey, I've done this and I did it all myself without the help of anyone. When you start asking help from people, they expect something in return. Now I say to you, yes, I am, quote, a giving person. And I have a hard time receiving, but my mother once said to me, When someone wants to help you, when someone wants to give you something, just say thank you. Don't analyze it. The more you analyze it, the more you're going to be questioning it. You're going to be thinking, why is that person so nice to me? Why are they helping me out? Well, look at all the times that you help them out. I help you. You help me. We help each other. Isn't that how it goes? I give back. You give back. I receive. You receive. Isn't that how it works? Now, put yourself in that category. What are you, a giver or a taker? See, I fall into the category of giver. But I've actually been exposed to people who are takers. So in other words, you give something to someone, you change your mind, you take it back. So when you take it back, it's like you're taking it from them, you're stealing it from them, basically. Why did you originally give it to them and then change your mind? Why? See, I can't do that. Once I give something to someone, that's it. And I don't expect anything in return. Now, if you say to me, Well, no, I want to do something for you. Okay, fine. Whatever it is you want to do, I will take it. I will accept it. I will say thank you, because that's what my mother said to me. Say thank you, and that's it. Keep moving on. But again, life can be challenging. Life can be difficult. Life can be hard. But it doesn't have to be. Now, look at my life story as an example. Say to yourself, I wanna be just like her. She's a positive woman. She got through the most deepest, darkest times in her life and she did it all by herself. I didn't ask my family to help me, no. See, my family would not have understood. If my family knew all the struggles that I went through, well, I'll tell you right now, it would have been difficult. It would have been traumatic. They wouldn't have understood. They would have been like, oh my God, what is she? Not no. I don't want people helping me out. I want to be able to do it on my own. Now, again, by doing these podcasts and then bringing it onto the big screen, yeah, I may need help along the way. I'm not really, quote, someone who knows anything about the film industry. But I could tell you from my perspective, I'd rather improvise than do it through a script. Because, again, I know how my life is going to turn out. I've lived it. I know what the outcome is going to be. I mean, come on. Look who's talking. A 17-year breast cancer survivor. Can you say that about yourself? Say, I am proud to be a survivor. Say, I am proud to have achieved and accomplished, but I did it on my own. I didn't have the help of anybody. Now, God gave me a second chance because, again, we all have a mission purpose in our lifetime. What is that mission? Well, everybody has different goals and missions and purposes that they want to achieve in life. But again, in order for you to get that just reward and to climb to the top, you have to struggle and fail many times before you can finally say, hey, look, I'm here, I've made it to the top. And now you can lend that same type of, of, of assistance, that same type of inspiration to others because others may want to follow in your footsteps. Me, I want to be a leader, not a follower. Want to be a leader. And the way I would do it is I would I would guide people, give them some type of a feedback, you know. Look at my life story as a prime example of how far you can go in life and what kind of struggles and obstacles you have gone through in your lifetime. Think to yourself, how did you get through it? And it wasn't easy. I went through a lot of struggles, I went through a lot of heartache I went through a lot of different things. But I got through it I persevered I didn't let anything or anyone get me down I actually it's like you're breaking through a wall in order for you to climb over that wall you have to push through those obstacles get away from toxic negative people get away from certain situations you know just do what you have to do because again it's not going to happen any other way And again you can't give up on yourself and you can't give up give up on on your dreams and your goals you got to keep on doing it and doing it and doing it and eventually you will get your just reward trust me on that you will get your just rewards you just have to know how to deal with it so again i want to be able to go out there and be on the big screen so people can see every chapter of my life is going to have a moral there's a moral to every chapter, a moral to the story. In other words, a life lesson to be learned, inspirational wisdom. Because I want people to understand life is not that difficult. The only way life can be difficult and complicated is if you make it that way. You make it hard on yourself. You know, life can be a piece of cake. And yes, we have challenges now that we're dealing with, with everything that's going on in this crazy world with the illnesses and the viruses, but I really believe that things will be back to normal. I believe it. If you pray to God, have a, you know what is have a relationship with God. Pray every single day. Believe in miracles. My mother always says, pray your miracle is God. There's a connection. All three of that is connected because everyone always prays to God when when someone is dying. Oh, please God, if you make him better, I will do this. It's like you're bargaining with God. "Oh, please, I will do this or I will do this." Think about that. Have a great relationship with God. And I'm not talking okay, if maybe some of you are not religious, you know, go to a church service once in a while or or just or just take a passage and read it in the Bible. You know, I'm not talking going all the extreme over here. But again, it took me a long time. I haven't really stepped into a church because after everything that happened with my mother, I still see that image. So it's gonna take me a while. But I haven't forgotten what I've been taught by my parents. And I still hear her voice in my head. She talks to me through dreams. She comes to me in the form of an angel. She's earned her angel wings. Both her and my father are angels. And they're in God's home. Now God's watching over them. Because again, now let's look to the Creator. He will help us in times, situations, situations that need to be looked at. But again, he has a hard job looking over billions of people all over the world. But he's always with you, and he's always by your side, and he will not judge you, and he will not forsake you, and he will listen to everything that you tell him. He will listen, and he will comply. So again, I'm going to let you guys go because it's almost 7.30, and my voice is starting to crack a little bit. But again, if I make this into a, quote, movie, I want all of you to see the raw emotions and everything that I've gone through. It's not impossible. Trust me. Again, it's called hard work, struggle, failure. Those are all strengths. And eventually one day all of you can get to the top too and become noticed and recognized. So again, God bless all of you. Be positive, be well, be strong. Take care.